The Word in the World. You're listening to The Word in the World podcast, a resource to help make the world around you make sense. Let's zone in and share with each other our knowledge, encouragement, wisdom, and understanding. This is The Word in the World. Welcome back to the Word in the World podcast, where we bring you topics, talk, and truth. Yes, sir. Everything from the news to the New Testament. What's good, man? <laughs> Everything, man. God yeah. is good, man. God is awesome. God is awesome. God man. is awesome. Yeah, so what's going on? We got something very, very special today, man. Well, firstly, it's our first interview, right? Which is dope. Right, right. So we had to come with somebody who was like, obviously, first interview material, you yeah, know? Yeah, most definitely. Um, yeah. So, man, how can I even start to talk about this brother here? He is he is definitely, uh, how can I say, man, he is special. I don't even know how to put it any other way. He's special to me. Yeah. Uh, he's special to a lot of people, man. Um, I mean, I'll, I'll throw the credentials and stuff out there. You know, he's an author. You know what I'm saying? He's an anointed man of God, you know. When he speaks, the word true. just flows out his mouth, yeah. you know. But he's, he's a he's a powerful dude. Um, I met him. I, I don't I don't even know if I want to say that yet. What do you think I should say? I think you should say that. I should say that. I think now. you should talk about how you met him. Yeah. Oh like man, how he got to be on the show. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I was supposed to hang out with you one night. Yeah, you stood me up. Yeah, I stood you up. Right. And I went to hang with my wife. <laughs> Uh-huh. <laughs> and she was in an event. Meanwhile, telling me I'll be there. In 30 yeah, yeah, yeah. Minutes. I was telling him be the whole the time. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna be there in a little bit, dog. <laughs> yeah, we leaving now. <laughs> so I go to this event, and I did think, you know, what I'm saying that we were gonna be on the way, actually. Yeah. And she's telling me like, no, nah, we can't leave yet. I'm talking to people, and she's texting me saying like, you know, there's this dude, and he's speaking, and da da da. da. Everybody was, it was riveting. You know, she's using yeah. words like riveting, and I'm like, riveting. That's a, oh that's yeah. A big one I'm right like, there. all right. Yeah, something me, must be happening. Let me, yeah. let me let me get out Riveting. the car, man. Let me see see this Joker in here talking. <laughs> <laughs> Who in there? Size him up. You know. Let me go yeah. size it. No, nah, but I'm like, oh, and this sounds interesting, man. So uh, I go in, and she has spoken at the event too. So I was uh, just like, let me just see what's going on in this place. Yeah. And uh, she introduced me to this guy. He's like, hey, this is Vic. You know, he gave his testimony. And it was super powerful. Like every people were crying, and just mm-hmm. the way he said it. But what it, what he said too, and da da da. And but she never told me what it was, right? And okay. I'm like, all right, like yeah. people got testimonies. Maybe he, but he shot eight dudes, and you know what I'm saying. And he got shot, or you know, like <laughs> what, what's going on here? And talking to him, and he's just like really humble, really chill. And I'm, I'm trying to like pick up his vibe. Like all right, like. Is this dude a killer? Like I'm, I don't know yeah. what this testimony is. Imagine if somebody just came up to you and was just like, "Yo, this dude got the most amazing testimony. Uh-huh. Here he is," <laughs> and he's just like, "Hey, man, what's up?" And you're like, "All right, dog. Like, <laughs> what you got? Yeah, you know." Yeah. So I'm trying to, but we just start vibing, though, man. Uh-huh. And long story short, like we had a lot of, we had a lot of passion for God that we re- recognized in each other. You know what I'm saying? And yeah. I was awesome. learning stuff from him, man. And then I think I went and told you about him. Like, yo, I just met this dude, man. This dude is awesome. Yeah. And he came out to our men's group and all of this stuff. Uh, and he's he's just one of these life-changing type of people, man. So uh, his name is Victor Bell. He is here with us in studio. 
you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Kingdom over religion studios, <laughs> to be exact. And uh, yeah, Vic, man, happy to have you here, bro. Good yes. evening, fellas. How y'all doing, man? Oh, we, we good. <laughs> we good, good, man. That's wonderful. So That's wonderful. What did, what did I tell you about him, Marcus? Because <laughs> this is what you said. You said, I just met a dude that make me feel like I need to read more. Yeah. Like, that. <laughs> was like this dude is powerful. His testimony is amazing. Yeah. You know, and like the dude is just anointed. So I met Vic for the first time tonight. Mm-hmm. And I mean, first, first. All right. So Jay was like, you know, he sent me your Instagram uh, profile. So of course I got the same attitude as you're like, let me check this joke out. Right. <laughs> so I go to the IG profile, I'm scrolling through some of the videos, man, and just in 30 second clips by the end of them, I'm like, this dude is full of the anointing. Like this dude, <laughs> this dude is powerful. I cannot wait to get him on the show, yeah, man. And so yeah. even when he came tonight, I, I really, you know, like met him and shook his hand for the first time and Live and in person is even more incredible, you yes, know, sir. and I, it's it's easy to see that God has great, great, great things, you know, in yeah. store. Um, and we'll get to talk about some of those things tonight. So, yeah, man. So I guess introduce yourself to our uh, listeners there, Vic. So good evening, everybody. How's everybody doing this evening? As the brothers have given me a, a, a wonderful intro, I give all glory to God. Uh, he is my all in all. Yes, Hallelujah. Sir. He is exalted. Highly and lifted up, yes, sir. Above all things, above all contentions, above all opinions, above all thought processes, the mm. Lord's name is exalted. I count it an honor and a privilege to be here tonight, yes, sir. To reason on the things that pertain unto life and godliness, mm. um, the things that are in this world. Um, but as we are in the world, um, we don't have to be of the world. And that greater is he that is in us than he that is in the world. And that mm-hmm. is something that I can see that is, uh, these brothers discuss and they dialogue on uh, how he, the greater is he that is in us than he that is in the world. So I am, uh, um, uh, my testimony is, is that I am a former down low homosexual. Mm-hmm. I have been delivered for over seven years. I am a husband to a beautiful wife, Kiana Bell. Uh, my children, uh, two beautiful children, Isaac and Sarai Bell. And I was romanced by the transformation power of the love of God. Wow. Uh, the love of Christ romanced me. It compelled me to rest in him and to be comforted by him. Mm-hmm. I had not known the love of God before this moment. I grew up in church. My mother was an uh, elder. My grandmother was an evangelist. Um, my father was a deacon as long as I could remember. I grew up in a very prominent church, um, uh, and it was an anointed church, um, um, my understanding now. Uh, but at that time, it was like, yeah, you see everything going on around you, uh-huh. and you you feel something sometime, but mm. um, I never really felt the love of God uh-huh. uh, overtake me. Mm. And uh, when I... I'll get more into the testimony as we go on. But when I indulged in the things of the world, I felt things overtake me that I could be led by at that Ooh, moment. Okay. Wow. And when I fell in love with Jesus uh, on January 2nd, 2011, something overtook me. Mm. It possessed me, but it did it graciously. It did it as uh, gently. Um, it introduced it to me. And it exchanged with me my life for its love. Mm. Um, 
that is, uh, that's uh, so that that is the that is the uh, the meat of my story. Yeah. I am also an author. I have uh, uh, put my story in a, in my book in a book. Uh, the book is called From Secrets with Men to Romance with Him. I'm going to say that again. Wow. From Secrets with Men to Romance with Him. And as I explain my testimony, you can see why the title is. Uh, what it is um the lord yeah. like i said he truly romanced me um uh if you can understand romance um is when someone uh provides a level of a level of comfort to you that now or not only is comforting to you is pleasurable to your mind and to your wow. senses hmm. and you can give yourself to them and to how their actions compel you to draw closer to them Mm. Uh, we uh, many times when you hear the word romance, you think sexually. Uh, you think between a man and a woman, a husband and a wife. Um, and the world we live in today it could be between between a man and a man or a woman and a woman. But I'm here to tell you that the romance of Christ Jesus is better yes, than sir. the things I felt in the world and many of the things that the world presents and still uh, allows to uh, that it, that are prevalent today. Uh, I've been in some uh, very uh, uh, unapologetic uh, situations in the world, which I'll expound on later. Mm. Uh, but those things could not compare to the love of God and right. how I was compelled and comforted and found rest in the Lord. So that's why the book is, uh, the, the, sec the, part, the second part of the title is to romance with him and him being Christ Jesus, Yeshua, wow. Yahweh. King of Kings, Lord of Lords, Wonderful, yeah. Counselor, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace, yes. the Coming of Shallow, the Messiah, mm. the Holy Olive, Hallelujah, the Holy Branch, Hallelujah, but mm. the, the the Divine Sibling, as I am an heir and a joint heir. Come on, yes, now. Sir. Yes, somebody sir. understands wow. me. <laughs> Hallelujah. If you're wow. listening, just just let's just worship the Lord yes, right sir. there for a moment. Thank mm. you, Father God understanding him Thank for who god. he is hallelujah thank you god glory he is exalted hallelujah glory glory somebody just got to dance in your heart yeah. hallelujah glory <laughs> yeah so hallelujah i thank so, god for the presence of i thank you for his presence being here tonight i yeah, counted not robberies for the presence of god to be with me and to be with these brothers tonight this is not something that he has to do. Right. He comes where he's welcomed and he is and we thank God that he saw fit to to feel welcomed here tonight. Hallelujah. Mm -hmm. So yes, that's my story. Uh, that's my book. You can uh I guess I'll get the uh uh, yeah, um, we'll get all of the yeah, all those yeah. particulars. Oh yeah. man, yeah, but you gotta I, jump in there. All right. <laughs> <laughs> if you can see me right now, I'm smiling. It, yeah. I'm so excited <laughs> just to have this guy here. Oh, like yeah. his energy is just you know, it's <laughs> contagious, man. Yeah, it it overtakes you. Um, and you have me really sitting on the edge of my seat, man. I I really want to hear the testimony, you know, and I kind of want to hear, you know, because. Like you use the word romance, right? And we're talking about something, you know, spiritual uh, or something that people most people see as intangible. When you're talking mm -hmm. about something mm -hmm. like romance, or you know, um, being as passionate as you are about Christ, so just mm -hmm. to hear, I kind of want to hear you just talk about that, like give your testimony and then explain what you mean. You know, when you talk about being romanced by Him from your personal perspective or your personal experience yes um, <laughs> definitely um 
people like uh, I had a friend of mine that said to me the other day, and I'll be real. He said, Vic, I was kind of judging you mm. uh, when you said romance. Like, how can God romance a man? Mm. Mm. Um, yeah. How can how can he use that word to equate what took place in his life? He said, but now I can see mm. uh, as we had. Uh, he said that not after I talked with him. He just began that you know really uh, uh, question the Lord. Or uh, reach out to the Lord, if you will, like choir and choir of the Lord. Like, how did you romance him? Um, and uh, he saw for himself. I didn't have to explain it to him. But um, my story starts out at uh, five years old. Mm. Um, I was at my babysitter's house. Um, she was a, she was a great babysitter. Um, she dealt with other. She had all boys. It was me, my brother, and her two sons, mm-hmm. and we were a rambunctious bunch. Um, but she held it down. Um, she was a um, stern lady, uh, but fair, kind. Um, but she, we knew when like we had to get things in order, clean up the toys, come eat lunch before before we. I was in, I was in afternoon pre K, um, so I remember. Her, she kept you on the line. Yeah, she really did. <laughs> but what she liked to do was she liked to watch uh, her soap operas. Stories. Yeah, and uh, <laughs> it were always the stories, man. What? Yeah, yeah. So we would always like clean up the Ninja Turtles or the trucks or like the flying pizzas, you know, like the old Ninja Turtle trucks, uh, uh, pizza throwing and stuff. We would always uh-huh. clean all that stuff up. <laughs> and my my brother and the other uh, young man's brother, uh, they would always build some type of Lego like starship type of situation. I could never do that, so I just was always like, like find a way like to cause carnage with the toys that's like I was the superhero but so we had to clean all that up and she would always come back and be like alright it's time to clean up like um, let's do it now like let's hurry up and she, she was um, she was Latino okay um, so she would be like come on now why don't you like she would say that and um, so we would, I would we would come out there and we would watch the stories well today for some reason I really just took a liking to the credits for this particular soap opera. Um, I came out and I sat beside the couch, sat in front of the couch. If I can remember correctly, there was a, some sort of a, a table in front of us. I was I was little, it was short, so I could, I was like just over the table, I could see, look at the TV. And um, it was General Hospital. Uh-huh. And I remember the difference, because God and light, you know, the light used to come on the little ocean and you it wouldn't be, you know, you really couldn't, you saw names and credits, but you didn't see like, like scenes. Okay. But General Hospital, you could see the scenes. So, uh, it was a scene where there was a man, he was in the bathtub with this lady, mm. and it was rose petals around the tub, candles, and it was like a like a really romantic, like deep, passionate scene. And I didn't know all these connotations then, but I know it now, but I knew what I was looking at. It was like, mm. this is intriguing. And uh, I saw what he was doing to the woman as they was rolling in the tub. And uh, they were uh, kissing, and her neck was under his neck, and he was holding on to her. And I was like, "Yeah, I want to do, I want to do that. That that look good." I said, "But the way the woman is responding uh, to what he's doing, I want to be her." Huh. I said, "I I got to get whatever she's getting under those bubbles. That's making her respond like this." You feel me? Like, yeah. and I was five. I had nobody raped me, wow. nobody molested me, yeah. nobody did anything to me. Wow, uh, that was 
that would like take anything from me. Yeah. And what you're saying is like, because a lot of times, I guess that's a yeah, like that's like a, a, a byproduct. Yeah, like, like yeah, homosexuality but, is like a byproduct of being raped or molested. Uh -huh. Didn't mm -hmm. happen. That didn't happen to me. Wow. Mm -hmm. um, uh, and I'll say this also: people are, are trying to wonder. Well, his mother was an evangelist. Can his, you put your joint on silent? Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. I'm sorry. Mm -hmm. um, if his mother was an uh, uh, evangelist, a grandmother was an evangelist, and his mother was a uh, an elder. How could uh, that demonic stronghold get into his house? Mm. Well, if you under if you know the word, Satan got in the garden. Mm -hmm. Satan was already in the earth. That's the word. Jesus said, "I saw Satan fall down, yeah, uh, like a board of lightning." Mm -hmm. um, uh, and when you know that happens, now you know that. God, the creator, had to create around what had already fell from the kingdom. I'll go into that a little deeper one day. Um, but how could he be in the garden being able to infiltrate creations? Mm. He infiltrated a snake. He infiltrated a snake uh, that had the ability to present. I know the the, the, the TV shows uh, Apple. No, he, it was some type of fruit. He made a snake allowed a snake to present a fruit that looked so good and to talk about it, it sounded so good that you would disobey the only thing you know to partake of this fruit. It's, mm -hmm. I got to try it. I must be missing out on something if I don't get this fruit. <laughs> so you liken that to the same way my mother, my grandmother, my father was heavy officials in the church. How I found something that was pleasurable to my eye mm. was good to partake of. Yeah. And it sounded good the way yeah. it looked. I was like, well, I got to try this. Yeah. And that's how uh, wow. the spirit of perversion got in my head that wow. day. And that young, man. That young. Yes. Wow. Yes. Um, if so you gotta, If you got a text, you could go ahead because we could edit it. No, nah, I'm just going to cut this down. Okay. okay. Um, so um, from there, by the time I was about mm, seven or or eight um said between six seven and eight i had had several encounters with males several sexual encounters with males mm. um wow. these were not males that like i said were raped or molested or like took me against my will these were boys that were my age wow and they would be like hey you want to do you want to do this you want to you want be playing house or you want I'll, I'll be and i would say i'll be the wife i'll be the girl because mm -hmm. uh, I wanted to be the girl in the soap opera. Yeah, wow. So somebody would think, you know, well, well, what is, what is, what's driving this force? Like, was he just like really like over sexualized as a kid? Like, what, what pricked his mind to want it that much? Like, you can't really feel nothing because there's nothing you can really do besides what you see on TV. I thought that woman in the bathtub was loved. Mm. Okay. I said, that, that's love, that's okay. affection. Okay. I didn't even know really what love was. Love was. I just knew that the way he treats her is the way I want to be treated. Wow. The way he's caring for her is the way I want to be cared for. Okay. And uh, so whatever pleasure or whatever. Yeah, whatever came with it. Emotions came with it. Um, I said I need that. Um, I I I I didn't. I didn't think it past anything else, but I got to be that woman so I could be loved and cared for and nurtured and wanted like her. Mm. Um, so when, 
I guess did it dawn on you that okay, this isn't uh, normal. It didn't. Um, in my thoughts, from those ages, it was like this is this is I don't I don't know what normal is. It's just it's what I want. Mm-hmm. Um, I say about late eight is when I started like to really. Like seven, six to six and seven and eight, I had another uh, ingredient to the void of feeling loved or wanting to be loved. I started having to fight a lot. We just moved back from Germany. My parent, my dad was in the army, and we talked really proper. We was living in the hood, and you know, I was in the hood. You know, you get some people got like six or seven brothers and sisters, mm-hmm. so you get into a one, you get into it with all of them. And they got cousins in there too, so you gotta fight all of them. I really wanted these. <laughs> so I wanted the kids to be my friends, but I didn't know how to make friends. I didn't know how to be social in that culture. Uh-huh. I didn't know how to talk to slang. I didn't know how to, you know, present myself as what they will be respected in that and that and the culture of urban society. Yeah. I had no clue how to, you know, really represent myself in the hood. I just uh-huh. was learning as I was going. Yeah. Um, but I wanted to be accepted and I wanted them to befriend me and I wanted them to like me. But they didn't. Mm. They fought me all the time. Okay. Um, okay. I used to play, you know, sandline football and I was I I'm not gonna say I was you know, everybody was good at sandline football running the ball, but I was I was pretty good <laughs> you at right? that time. I was all right, yeah. And they would ask me like the all one thing sandlot I sandlot team. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? I, that's what I thought I was. Um they would always be like, let him play running back because he, he nice. Mm-hmm. So, and I was really little, so I can get away from people. Um, they hated that too. Like, people still try to fight me for that because I talked a lot of trash. But I talk trash because they talk trash. I was like, yeah, we do, we talk trash. <laughs> so, with combined with wanting to be loved, now I'm fighting all the time. And I'm like, well, I'll fight. People are not going to be my friends. But I've got to defend myself. Yeah. And I got violent because my mother, I thought she was this beautiful church going lady. And she just. Praise God, go to church, mm-hmm. send her kids to church, make her kids sit with her in church. I didn't know my mother could be violent. So my mother was like, you see that with lunchbox? It's a weapon. Use it. <laughs> <laughs> you see this brick? Pick it up. Bust him in the face with okay. it. Okay. Wow. So I was like, oh, well, mommy said we could do it, so I'm going to do it. So <laughs> yeah. I started doing it. And mm-hmm. I learned how to be violent, but you got to go to recess and say, well, that person's not my friend anymore. Right. You got to see their brothers and sisters and say, well, they, none of them are my friends anymore. Nobody likes me. Yeah. So the way I equated to be accepted again was was to flip my whole personality to being a girl. I used to do the the um, the little dances and little games girls play, like little Sally Walker. And and uh, it was like the games girls wow. do like to really to uh, to um, to uh, have fun with one another. Like the little, like the little shaky senoritas and all that. I I used to do all of that. Yeah, I would be in those circles with those girls, um, those big circles, and like in the first and second grade. I, I was like, yeah. wow, I need to be that because, like, the dudes be trying to kill me, mm. and I'm really not having to try to fight. But if I got to fight, I'm a fight. But I was yeah. like, at least they'll accept me because girls are not as young girls are not as mean. Uh-huh. You know, they 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 begin to differentiate. Who they're gonna uh, accept? Yeah. But w- girls have always accepted, as far as I know, gay guys. Like they're always uh, just kind of more tolerant of the gay guy. Yeah. 
So I didn't know that then, but I was like, well, this is this mm. is where I can fit. Okay. Uh, so by the age of like by eight, that's when my boy, my boyish, like real boyish, really started to kick in. Okay. And okay. it was like, all right, I still want to be loved like the girl, but I really started liking girls. So I was, and I was already sexually advanced in like vivid parts of my mind. Like, mm. this is what I want to do to a girl. This is what I should do. This is how I should do it. You know, at least from what you ain't supposed to be eight and nine knowing what lick you up and down me. Yeah, 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 you yeah. ain't supposed to know that. Like, I can't even imagine. Like, I, I knew what that song meant. I knew, I, I knew, like, I don't know, I didn't know what sucking toes meant, but I was like, <laughs> I probably would do that okay. if I get her alone. Yeah. And these was, like, and, 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 and see, keep it real. Yo, kids is not, kids is kids experiment at that age, oh, and, yeah. and, and yeah. little girls let you do stuff for the sake of because they want to know too. Right, right. So a lot of times substances happen to them, but yeah. I can say anything I did at that age with boys or girls, it was it was consensual. Mm. Uh-huh. It was like yeah, like I want to do this too. So yeah, well, um, I was curious. Yeah, so um, yes, definitely curiosity, and you got to figure out what your curiosity, what it means. You know uh-huh. what I mean? Yeah. So um, and what and discover what's behind it. Mm. So I'm still in the place of whenever I need acceptance, whenever I need to defend myself or protect myself or 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 get uh, approval, I flip the girl mode. Uh-huh. My, my, like people didn't know it. Mm-hmm. My voice could change, my walk could change, my hand could change. How I converse with people change. They nobody picked up on it. Whoa! Wow! <clears throat> now people now hood dudes they're like yeah, young and gay. Mm. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? He be acting gay, but I can flip it. So by the time I moved to Fort Washington, they didn't know. Nobody really knew. It was like he's just a good kid. Because mm. I, I I was I had really good behavior. The first half of third grade, I had really good grades. I mean, you're a smart dude. Like, three, yeah, like, so you were smart. Yeah. Yeah. So they was like he's just a good kid. But they they didn't even know I could fight because they didn't know where I came from. I knew these like these kids ain't willing to do what I'm with. I'm willing to bust in your face with, with bricks and rocks. <laughs> y'all don't y'all don't fight like that. Y'all just punch. You know what I'm saying like uh-huh. so so take us to like so wait what are your parents? What's their? Pr- I'm in church point? all the time. Okay. At this point, I'm in church all the time. We in church. Monday night Bible study, Tuesday night Bible study. If it's a revival service on Wednesday, we yeah. there. Friday night youth night. I'm like, man, I'm sick of church. I can't stand church. Yeah. And then, you know, my father introduced us to the Redskins. So I was like, well, <laughs> I, I want to stay home and watch them because I want to hope we going to win a game. We're always getting cooked. You know what I'm saying? By 93, <laughs> 92, the Redskins was terrible. Yeah. So um, by the time I was nine, perversion was a part of my mind. And wow. People say well, perversion, so like early. you're a pervert. I'm like nah, uh, to the if you if if your spiritual mind you understand perversion means to be obtuse or to be uh, beyond normality uh-huh. in, in any entity or anything. You could mm-hmm. be a perverse cheese eater. You could be a perverse alcohol, uh, perverse liquor, uh, a liquor, uh, partaker of liquor. You could be perverse in football. Mm-hmm. You could be perverse in in, in boxing or, or, or fishing. I was perverse in sexual activity in my mind, though. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What I do knew, you mean, though? I mean, like, um, uh, there would, like, like I said, there, there were things, the there were things that normal, uh, normal child development behaviors, experimental uh-huh. behaviors. I was beyond that, um, okay. and 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 it, and it reached a climax because I lost my virginity at nine. Wow. My, my heterosexual virginity to a girl that was also nine. Wow. Jeez. Wow. Um. 
Wow. Okay. So now, this is like hyper, hyper, hypersexual. Yeah. Like it was, when yeah. a bunch of spiritual okay. versions set in, yeah. it's like I'm working now. Yep. You see yeah. what I'm saying? Um, it was. It, it's. 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 Now I don't say it's kind of like or a lot like. Um, once the adversary was in the earth, he's working now. Right. I've felt the texture of the creations on this earth, mm. and one of them happens to be a snake. Mm. So now. I can function according to its functions. And I also am aware of the these dust-like creatures that are called humans. I'm aware of their functions and their infirmities and their touch and their smell and their feel and their senses. So I can play off this. So now the spiritual perversion is like we know his senses. Mm. So we can take him to the areas where his senses will feel good. Jeez. We can put him in the situations where his senses will feel good. Um, <laughs> I've figured out, Will, uh. I'm not... I may not get love like a girl right away because little girls fall when they hurt their knee. It's okay, sweetie. Don't cry. Get up. It's all right. Ah. You see me? Get up, boy. I'm being a sucker. I'm being a ah. punk. I'm crying. You, you, you a man. Get, get up. Stop. I, I hated that. I'm like, man, I want to hug me and console me too. I mm. wasn't no sucker, but I, I wanted that. I, I envied my cousins. I envied my sister. I was like, nah, man. Like, I always got What's up, boy? What's good? I get like a three-piece body shot. They get yeah. a hug and a kiss. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> even my That's aunts. Real. Like, like my, my aunts. That's real. My, aunt, my great aunts was like, just... I remember my grandma used to like brush my hair real yeah. rough. Yeah. And I used to think like, like boy, you, wouldn't, you wouldn't do this to like a to little girl. girl. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, why you... Why you doing that? Like they, they, yeah. my mother would, my mother comes from them. So mm. my aunts were quite physically confrontational. Mm -hmm. They were like Marines. Mm -hmm. They do not know how to lose. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And they, they fought men and women. So in their mind, don't come in this house so much you got whooped. Because you're going to stay outside till you whoop them and I'm going to whoop you. So, and, and that's how they, 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 they don't feel, they didn't, I didn't feel like they felt pain. I was like, yo, this. So, it's what I felt that I needed to live up to that. Mm -hmm. And I felt that I needed to live up to the vibrato or the pride of, uh, of everything that made me feel. Like I would get respect or be accepted or loved. Mm, okay. But now the other part of that is uh, the sex, the sexual desires are like on a rampant pace. Uh -huh. So I, like I said, I lost my virginity at, at nine. Um, and it was crazy how it happened because um, a friend of mine, it was two friends of mine, two girls I grew up with. Um, I came to their crib. This is in the book. It's a little more, a little more detail in the book. Not, not too graphic, but it's a little more, de more detail. Okay. Um, I was telling them, like, you know, what sex scenes I had saw. And they were like, oh, yeah, you think you've seen sex scenes. Come over our house. You see this. Mm -hmm. So I get over there. Wait, what age is this? It was nine. Nine. Wow. I used to sneak crazy. off the bus and, like, run through the back of the yard and go to the, go to the crib. Like, just kick it with them for crazy. a little bit. Yeah. So um, I, get a, I get over there one day. And they like, I'm like, what? And they like, go downstairs, bro. Go, dog. Like, go. So I get downstairs. I'm like, <laughs> okay. So I look at the TV. Man, it's full, f hardcore, full fledged porn, triple okay. X porn. Yeah. I'm like, whoa, what is this? Right, right. So like, I'm just watching like in amazement, and they watching like, yeah, this is what we talking about. This is really sex. 
Like, so that let me know where their minds oh, were. Yeah. Like, like, cause I ain't gonna say all I saw, but you know what going on and, and mm -hmm. like yeah. this was it was it was really like the the real thing. Mm -hmm. Like, so I was like, not only do I want to be the girl, because I really want to be the girl now. I'm like, oh, I gotta be the girl now. Because wow. the way they make this look, this just make this look. Oh, they really love. They're like, oh my god, I gotta be the girl. Like they like it's mm -hmm. like several men on them right now. Like like they gotta be like the most enchanted being on earth like the way they just like attack her and like kiss on her and do all they doing to her and touch her i was like yeah i gotta be her but i gotta be the man now too because like he like he got like three women on him so this is like i, I gotta be all of this you this need is everything i, I need wow. all of it yes wow. i need like wow. like I remember, remember on state prop when dame said i, I need all them extras <laughs> yes i said i need i need i need all them joints. Oh, so i walked out the house like yo <laughs> I have to do this stuff. Jeez. So, man, there was no way I could really be the woman just yet. But it was like a quest. Like, one day I'll find the way to be the woman. Yeah. But I could be the man. So, I called my friend one day. I'm like, hey, what's up? I said, you want to do what we saw them doing on TV? She was like, Sh yeah, sure. Come over. So, I, I went over there for months for months, for months, for months, for months, and we would try. We would we would do everything we saw on TV mm -hmm. that on that video. Then one day it was like, well, let's really try to do it, and then we finally did it. And I was like, yo, I knew what a virgin was. I'm not a virgin anymore. Huh. So I had I had eclipsed that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So wow. By then my mind is more advanced. So. The romance songs, yeah, I really know what they mean now. Mm. And I had to be careful because saying it to a girl that is like totally green and naive, like, oh, that's sexual harassment. Yeah. Like, he did too much. He made me feel uncomfortable. And I got in trouble for that once. I wrote a note to a girl. I was so ashamed. <laughs> I wrote a note. And it was crazy because when we got older, the girl, I went to school with her for most of my life. Super smart, like real cool, but she was, she was free. Uh -huh. She she was uh -huh. a very eclectic, like, girl that, like, I'm going to do and feel how I want to feel and be free. And, like, she wasn't, she wasn't what you back in the day we used to call her a roller or a hoe, but she just, she felt like I'm sexy and I'm going to show it. And she didn't, she would have not have a problem with somebody writing a note like to that to her then when we got to high school. But back when we was in the fifth grade, it was okay. like, yeah, yeah, they yeah. found a note and they was like, Boy, you the only one to know about that stuff. They called me. I was like, I'm sorry. I'm, I broke the pencil. I was mad. I was like, I'm I was scared to death. So by the time I get to middle school, it's more amped up. Now you get to middle school, you see different girls. Girls got big butts now, and mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying they got breasts, and then you like, oh yeah, this is this is it. But the girl mindset, I can still flip it. Whenever I need, I'm telling you, whenever I needed to salvage my my confidence, I I could flip back to that mindset immediately. Hmm. So I didn't have to do it for a long time because I developed a reputation as a bully. I was a bully to the bullies. I was like, you're not going to make fun of me. You're not going to join me. Mm -hmm. You're not going to talk about me. You're not going to, you know, uh, uh, 
laugh at me and make fun of my skin tone, make fun of my clothes. My mother, we had a nice house where we lived. We lived in Tantaya, but we, we couldn't afford all the designer clothes. Earl Postel and Ralph Lauren and Jordans and mm-hmm. all the kids, E.B. Jackson with the fur on them and all that. We couldn't get all that. I'd be like, man, I wish I could do. I had the black Tim's, just the black cinnamon Tim's. <laughs> I'm saying like. Cinnamon. Yeah, remember, oh, remember the cinnamon yeah. giants? I'm saying, I, I, I wanted the, the butters and I, I, ain't had, I couldn't get all that. My mother was like, boy, we getting groceries. Right, 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 right. <laughs> I ain't trying to get no groceries. I want J's, man. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? So by middle school, I had developed an attitude as the bully. So I didn't really have to pull like, the girl mode out too much. Okay. Um, uh, but something happened when I was in the sixth grade that made us put like a, a staple of, you're not done with this yet, and you're, you're, you're going to stay on this quest. Huh. You'll read it in the book. Okay. Oh, okay. I like that. Yeah. Okay. All right. All right. And I think it's in uh, <laughs> chapter three, the end of chapter three. Mm. Um, yeah. But um, yeah, something happened there, sixth mm. grade. Uh-huh. And um, it kind of like took my mind to like, hey, what's next? Yeah. Wow. So from middle school through high school, I, I had several encounters with guys mm-hmm. and dom, uh, dom lesbian women. Uh-huh. Um, them too. It was one girl in particular. She was uh, uh, a, a hardcore, you know, a, a, like a masculine lesbian. Uh-huh. And I was, we frequently I did things with her. Yeah. It was like, well, I need to at least feel what a man gives so I can leave the best to receive from this from a girl because she ain't going to be too rough. But I was, I was, a, I was still a womanizer. I was a vicious womanizer in high school. Like, I, I by then, you know, I I wasn't really confident in my looks growing up. I had acne, I'm too dark, and people always making fun of me, saying I'm, I'm 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 ugly or whatever. Like a lot of it was just because I talked too much and I was outgoing. So it's a way to shut me up. Like you ugly, you you black, you black, you bleed chocolate, you sweat oil, like all the stuff kids say. Like, I, yeah, yeah, it's yeah. crazy, right? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like I had to learn how to Joan like later in life because all the black jokes I heard. Mm. Mm. So <laughs> I know, right? Like I like I. I I had no, I spared no expense on light skinned dudes because I was like, Joe, I'm about to flame you, Applejack right. looking. Like, I, I used to be like, oh, thousand dollar in face. Like, because I was, I heard the black jokes like, hey, dog, hey, come in. If I rub your arm, smoke will come out. Like, <laughs> I, I heard it all. Like, my friends, I would be like, hey, bruh, no Caucasians allowed. But I'm not white. Stop playing with me, son. Like, son. You voted for Bush, didn't you? Like, because <laughs> <laughs> I, I had to learn how to survive with it. When it became, when uh, I found people I could trust, it was like, ah, I could do this with them. They're not, they're not just trying to maliciously hurt my yeah, feelings. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, um, uh, I, being a, being the bully, I also wanted to do, have something that made me look and made me feel confident. So I started doing push ups a lot. So I was like, girls like muscles. Uh-huh. So I really wanted to be the muscular middle schooler. Like I would do, I would do like five sets of five, like diamond tight, like cross my arms, like and look <laughs> in the mirror, and be like yeah, I'm just swollen up. Like so, I kept doing it because it, it added to my 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 aura as the bully too. Uh-huh. And um, I get to middle school, like I said, girls are developed now, and it's 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 like a double whammy because I'm growing more and more. Uh, advanced in sexual activity with girls, but it's just heightened my desire for more pleasure as as a girl. Because I'm like, dang, look how she responded to what I'm doing to her. What if that was me? 
Because okay. she, like, the way, because I, I, could, I could write poetry, I could sing, you know what I'm saying? So girls, like, I, I used to sing to girls all the time. I used to sing Harry Birthday to girls all the time. Now, I remember girls would be like, Vic will sing Harry Birthday at my birthday party. Right. When I when I sung, I sung Let's Get Married in the eighth grade, man, the whole crowd was screaming for me. Like, I'm so serious. Like, if anybody's on the podcast listening right now, back, and I didn't even sound that good, but I watched the tape later. My, one of my, my teammates was like, yeah, the tape was like, son, you sound like garbage on that joint. But they were so used to me singing all the time. Like, when I came out, they were screaming. My sister was like, who are they screaming for? And my mother was like, Victor. She was like, what? Hey, the Marion or somebody? Like, that, like Marcus Houston, that's Victor. What time, what? But I, that was my claim to fame was where I got confidence. So yeah. I was doing all that. But I was like, what if I could be the girl that the guy was doing this to, singing to, writing poetry to, and I knew how to, I'm holding hands, rubbing wrists. Like, I, I was doing all of it. Like, rubbing, come here, boy, let me rub your feet. Like, I'm 13, I was, I told a teacher Sheesh. one time, man, I suck your toes. I literally said that to her. And, and the other teacher was like, what you say, boy? You need to watch your mouth. And the teacher looked back at me and said, boy, what you know about that? I'm like, yeah. I was, wow. <laughs> I was the man. <laughs> wow. You know what I'm saying? So it, it, it was. And it's it, interesting. I'm sorry to cut you off. It's but all like, good. When you when you got classmates and stuff who, you know, you may hear them say stuff like that. You know, it's a kid. In, it may be a kid in the class like that. But you don't know, like, how deep that one little funny thing they might have said is like yeah. entrenched. You right. know what I'm saying? It's yeah. like mm-hmm. it's Where like a whole from. lot of stuff going on with that. Mm-hmm. But back yeah. then, you just think like, oh, he just, Who just said he something just wild. Yeah, yeah. He's just being funny. funny. Yeah. Meanwhile, so, my man is... <laughs> like, really, and, that, and that's like he my... Was serious like, the whole time. <laughs> my female friends at really school, like, really, like, I'm the Jay laugh, but it's, it's, it was crazy, though. <laughs> they they would like, no, like, I had one female friend that was like, okay, if this boy say this, what this mean? I'm like, okay, this is what this means. She's like, okay, if he do this, like, how it's gonna feel? Oh, it's gonna feel like this. Like she, wow. I was her like mm-hmm. her dictionary or her encyclopedia for sexual questions. Wow. We was both 13. Wow. Man. Um, so but it was a I had, it was an experience I had with a guy one time in middle school, and I knew the dude was attracted to me. He used to say little stuff, but he did something, I did something with him that kind of threw me, like surprised me. That's in the book too. Uh-huh. And but I didn't care. I was like, okay, he just did this, and I was like, okay. And my heart, I was like, all right, because nobody know but me, mm. and I'm all right with it. Because what could this lead to? So, so in high school, like I was saying, I, I was I used to do stuff with lesbian, masculine women, mm-hmm. masculine girls. And it was one girl in particular I said I consistently did stuff with. But I also said I needed it wasn't enough just to do it with her. I got to do stuff with with with. Uh, guys too and what heightened my the sexual appetite was just lust now remember I told you I wasn't really I didn't think I was really handsome so my acne cleared up and I had muscles so now when I'm in high school girls see me like he he always trying to show his muscles I'm like now you looking at my muscles (laughs) so like I started like like do you know how Shamal Moore used to wear the fitted like sweaters and like the cotton joints dress I was Every day, okay. I had all. I had. I had the burgundy, yellow, the blue, the black, the gray. I had all them joints with the with the slacks and his dress shoes and all that. Like I knew, like you know, you're looking at my muscles. I know you are. Okay. Now I wasn't the guy. You know, like in the 2000s, you you not supposed to wear that. You supposed yeah. to wear Makulu Bonadachi. Yeah. You supposed to wear the fitted, jersey, the jersey, and the fitted hat. You supposed to wear the black. <laughs> 
Straight with the with the silver belt and the black tams. That's yeah. what girls like. Oh, he cute. He fly. No, he fresh. I wasn't doing that. I was like, no, you I'm don't sexy. Fit it before fitted, yeah, I was. Right? It's like whenever, <laughs> when when people was wearing when people was wearing the fitted um, V neck T shirts in like 2008. I, I was like, I said a trend. I was big. I've been doing that. Y'all want to be sexy and, and, and work out? I've been, I've been, I've been had abs, slim like. That's what I that was my steez, but yeah. it was because <laughs> Yo, that's my insecurities. So I was like, this is how I'm gonna keep my claim to fame for myself. Okay. Now, by this point, I'm getting girls. Mm-hmm. Like my guys used to tell me, like the pretty boys used to be like, man, how this ninja stay with it? He stay with bras at his locker though. Mm. Like, what you be saying to these youngers? Now, I was doing it was a it was a legend. Like he he goes okay. south. Yeah, 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 yeah. Now, as much as I said it, I didn't do it as much as I said it, but I had done it. And I had done it enough to where I knew what I was doing. So I could talk about it with girls and they'd be like, oh, I wish he could do that to me. Like, ooh, like he, well, he talk about it so well. So it was like, well, that's probably all he doing. That's probably why he get the girls like he get them. Uh, but it wasn't because I, I was doing more and I had more stories to tell. And my dudes be like, hey, like it, it, got, it, got, it got big because it was like, hey, you was with Shorty at the... Vic, hey dog, that's all right. I'm like, <laughs> I told you, Slim. Like, I, I'm on, but they still nobody knew that this is the surface. Uh-huh. Now, here's something else for the book. It was a girl I was doing something with one time. We had kicked it for a little bit, and we didn't have intercourse, but we were doing everything else. Mm-hmm. And there was one time when she did something. I did something to her, and she did something to me. And what she did to me, let her know. Okay, he's. He's mm-hmm. not. He, he's not just. He he he. He's not straight. He's, mm-hmm. he's he's something else too. He has to be because ain't no straight too. Girl. Let me just do what I did. Okay. It's in the book. You will read it and you can read it for yourself. <laughs> so <laughs> so she asked me what she said one night on the phone. She was like, "Man, keep you know what?" And one of my friends is gay or bisexual. They just need to tell me. Just keep it real. You ain't got to lie to me. <laughs> and I'm on the phone like. Yeah, I I'm not telling you like I'm not admitting it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So by the time I got to college, it was like I knew I'm grown now. Mm. I got more space to cover. You know what I'm saying? Before I got to college, I had another experience with the with with the guy. Um, mm. it was like probably like my 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 I had a few experiences with guys in high school, but it was this is experience is one I really it was really stuck out. Uh, let's just say the adversary said to me, this is what he said, but I, I, I don't want I won't be too graphic. Uh-huh. He said, for you to be what, a, what girls are, or be loved like girls, you got to be able to receive what girls receive. Mm-hmm. And watching pornographic movies, girls receive things that are very conspicuous. Mm-hmm. And it's not guys are not supposed to be receiving that, especially in the areas where a gay man will receive it, and it's going to be comfortable mm-hmm. if you follow me. Mm-hmm. So I had to be like the adversary was like, "Well, you can't be no girl. You can't be loved like her. You can't wow. be loved like this girl and that's this school and this girl like at your locker and this girl because you don't take what she takes." Wow. So I was like, "Well, I guess I got to keep doing this till I feel I get the love that I want." Because that's I what I saw in porn was girls that could take this can manipulate the situation more. They can control the situation more. Guys make up dumb jokes to be in their face and guys buy them stuff and give them money and they be on their line and I said, I got it, I got it. And I, the only way I could be her is be her. Mm-hmm. That's the only way I could, I, I, I could be a better girl than girls if I could, if I could take that. I got in a situation 
dude came to my crib and um, it was like, well, it didn't work out the way I wanted it to. You'll read that in the book too. But the adversary was like, but you, until you can do it, you got to keep trying it. Uh. So I get to college, had a few more experiences. Then there was one experience one day where I'm still with a lot. I'm still talking to a lot of girls, mm. a lot of girls. Um, I don't feel as I, I still feel ugly deep down on the inside. I still feel insecure. I still don't feel the love of God. But I'm covering all that up. I got a lot of stuff in front of me. I'm playing college football. I, I, I got muscles. Um, the girl I was dating at the time was 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 bad. Mm-hmm. Like like when she came up to school to drop me off with my folks, one of the guys was like, "Oh, that's your, that's your." They was always like, "Oh, that's your joint." I was like, "Yeah," <laughs> but it felt good because at that time, like, yeah, she that's my joint. Yeah, and she had her own. She had long hair, all that. You know, I was, I'm the man, but. She didn't know that. Like when I finally told her the testimony one day, she was like, "What? How did you hide this from me?" Like all the girls I used to talk, they was like, "Hold up!" Like they would see it on Facebook, like, "You was what?" I get a call. Wow. When? When we was talking? Like wow. they were shocked. Wow. So, man, I get to college and I have a few more experiences, but I'm still not in that comfortable state of being the girl because I can't. It, it's not comfortable yet. Whew. One day, it gets comfortable. Uh-huh. And it's kind of like I at that moment I was becoming reprobate, okay, because I was starting to reject my mind as a man. I was like, oh, this is what it. This that's why they that's why they scream, that's why they grab sheets and put their face in pillows and stuff for this. So now I can do that and I I can really act this out. I'm love. I'm I'm, I'm starting to be love. I'm starting to be wanted. Mm. I'm starting to be accepted because. Dude be calling me on the late night, be like, hey, come over, chill with me, kick it with me. And then one day I remember I was like laying in the in the bed with the dude, and I was he had his arms around me, and I was like, it felt good. Then I went to the bathroom and I was like, bruh, you gay. I looked wow. myself in the mirror, I was like, I want you to know, you are gay. Wow. Yes, you are. You need to realize this because you just did a whole bunch of gay stuff. So you're gay. <laughs> wow. And I had to. I didn't, but a part of me was like, well, I don't care. It's like, so what? This is this is how I feel love. This is how I feel accepted. And I had to, I was I was beginning to push that other voice that would be like, talk like a homophobe. I was beginning to push him away. Huh. And at that moment, I knew like, I rode home on like the bus and I was like, yeah, I'm unapologetically down low now. And that's what it is. Wow. And I began to embrace it more. Um, I, I, I've had sexual encounters with men Lesbian women, uh, transsexuals. Yeah. If it had a male anatomy, I wanted it. Yeah. It ain't mattered to me. Like, I'm going after it. So how long did this go on? <sighs> after 11, man, until 22. Wow. Yeah. 22, 20, 22, 23. Oh, wow. I, was, I was, 2011 was... The year I submitted my life to Christ. So, if okay. I could do the math real quick, um, it's 2018. I seven years before this. 23, just about before 23. Wow. Okay. Um, and after college, it got even more ramped up because mm-hmm. I was throwing parties in college. So I, I was introduced to a lot of glamour life 
where you have more access to different people and different things and you embrace with a lot of stuff. I didn't smoke weed in college for a long time because I played football. So I ain't trying to mess my lungs up. I need to be able to run sprints. I need to be able to catch young as I need to be. I wanted to be the, I wanted to be the, the smallest defensive end ever made to the NFL because I was real strong and I can get on with the ball fast, get on these people, then you start meeting real guards and real tackles that got real strength and they start <laughs> moving. You was like, I need enough position. Then I was going to play fullback. Then I seen a six foot four fullback, like maybe six four, six three. <laughs> the ran, it was two forty and ran like a four five. I was like, okay, right, I need to do something else. <laughs> yeah. uh, I wasn't scared. It was like, I'm not moving that fast. And he he do big as a mug. Yeah. He playing fullback like he went to a mid major school. Like he didn't even get drafted. <laughs> you know what I'm saying the Patriots was out there that day um, on on um, on the uh, pro day. Uh. I was like, man, they clocking the like start we start over. That's the fault. Nope. Do it over. Do it again. We're going to get rid of the sound. I was like, dang, this, this is real. Like, I was like, yeah. okay. So then okay. you start smoking weed. So then I, about, yeah, yeah, you know what I'm saying? So and I, I didn't do it for a long time, but then, like, towards my senior year, I knew I'm not coming back for my red shirt. Senior year, I was like, I started start chiefing more. Yeah. Now, um, I threw parties with guys. I got in the party game with some guys. Um, it's crazy. Um, they used to promote Wiz Khalifa. Okay. I used to sit this close to Wiz. I didn't know who he was at the time. Like he came to my school one time. He rapped a little bit. He did a little a little concert. Nobody really came because they wouldn't let all the kids in. But it was kids that really wanted to come see him perform. But I was okay. like, who is Wiz Khalifa? I'm from here. I like go-go. I like back. I brought. I actually brought UCB to my college. My, my college is a Republican, <laughs> conservative, predominantly white university. Mm-hmm. I brought UCB on in my in my auditorium. Wow. Like all the people from DC that went to school where I was at, they was like, young. You lying. You see B ain't here. And then they, they play, I'm looking for him. Like, you know what I'm saying? They was like, oh, you see like it was it was crazy. Like so um but yeah, um I used to throw parties with them. So I'm 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 starting to get into another realm of the life along with my secret and surface life. So I'm thinking this is another part that could fulfill me. Mm. I I smoke now, I drink now. I, I, I had been drinking for a little bit. I used to mix brown and white. Like, I'm not drinking to get nice. I'm drinking to get drunk. Mm-hmm. So, like, give me that 1738. Give me that Remy. Give me that Henny. Give me, the, give me that vodka. I'm going to put that joint together. <laughs> and then I'm going to put Pepsi on top. You a wild dude. And then we're going to drink. <laughs> and I would be the most sanest dude in the room. And I'm like, my guys be lit, like, throwing up, like, mm-hmm. doing wild stuff with chicks. I'm like, man, look, I ain't about to get into no situations where, yes, me yeah, know in the morning. Yeah. So I'm going to watch y'all youngers and make sure y'all are straight. <laughs> when, when I say it's time to go, we need to roll. Because this, yeah. this, I don't want nobody feeling like, yeah, don't we ain't putting my name in nothing. But uh, all that was to fulfill me. And the parties was like another form of acceptance because you get people like wanting to come to your party. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Right, they, right, right. And they want to come to your event, so it got larger because I was making money from this too. Okay. Um. Uh. My football season was over. So I was like, yeah, I'm, I'm about to eat. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So my 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 best friend, my brother, he's 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 born for another mother. Um. Uh, shout out to Millennial Holiness Movement uh, as well. He is the uh, president of Millennial Holiness Movement. His name is Daryl Hardy. Uh, mm-hmm. I know Daryl gonna hear this, and he was like, "Man, Vic talking about the wild times." Him. Yeah, yeah. Um, one day he may be able to join uh, just to visit this podcast. He he resembles how we talk and think. Got on you. The things of God. Yeah. <laughs> oh. So um, we was in uh, he was he went to Norfolk, Norfolk State, uh. and um, uh, Hampton and ODU were all down there. We found a club where uh, we could 
get the door and get the security and get the and like then we figured out how to get the buses and get the college kids to get picked up from the schools and drop them off at the club. Oh, yeah, and the, the whole thing. Man, what? Yeah. And the guys that taught me the game, uh, they were called Fab Five Entertainment while I went to school. Uh-huh. Um, I don't know if they'll ever hear this, but shout out to Barry and Ifani. <laughs> they they like them. They still like them. Those like they were my inspiration to the entertainment business. At that age, wow. like they like they got me dressing fresher. Like finally, was like, "Look, bro, you in the, you in the, you in the entertainment business now. You you got to look like what you're talking about." Mm. So the next time I came up to see him, they was like, "Man, you weren't dressing like this before, Slim. You juicy, man. What you want?" I was like, "Yeah, I just made that." So I get down to school. I get down. My brother get down to school, and my secret life is heightened now. But now I was like, "Well, if I can cover." If I can add this stuff to it, maybe I can really find fulfillment with, you know, uh, uh, a combination of both things. So I'm throwing the parties. Uh, and we one night that kind of capped that off, we was in a club and it was a 1400 capacity club. The owner comes out and says, can't nobody else fit in here. <laughs> but I like this. I like this. Like, man, we had we, we had the city on smash. Mm-hmm. People was like, who was these dudes? Like, we sh- we were shutting down other people's parties. People was coming to our party. Like, when we had the hole in the wall joint, people, we were shutting down people's parties. We was like, we're going to charge $3, and we're going to charge 10 and because everybody going to be in here. And then we had we had the green and gold party, the lingerie and pumps, the V-necks and pumps. Like, we, we all them titles, we was doing all that. Like, I, I wouldn't say, you know how they say 18 to uh, the chill, 21 to spill. I said, man, forget yeah. that. That's lame. I said, man, 18 to party, 21 for Bacardi. Like, I, <laughs> like, I, 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 I was, we, we was really thought, we, we, was, we was on. We, at that time, we just didn't have a backing, the financial backing. But we was on at that time. We made, we, we made a lot of money. We actually knew what to do with it back then. Um, but we didn't. We was young. So, I was like, I'm good. You know, I'm on a policy down low, on the low. Nobody knows. Uh, I talked to a lot of girls. I sleep with a lot of girls. I was going to heterosexual uh, orgies and homosexual orgies. Uh. So, like, you imagine a, a young man in my situation. You sleep with five women in one night. Oh, you feel like you're the man. You walk in the room and it's nothing but bowls of weed yeah. on tables and liquor from wall to wall. Big screen of porn on the TV. All type of women walking around you and all of them ready to get it in. Uh. Then I would do it at the same thing with men. So I was in, I feel like I was, I'm in a good space. The problem was, though, remember, see how all that loaded up? Yeah. My original quest and my my still, my main quest was to find love. Wow. With all the women, all the little relationships, yeah. being with all the things I was doing, being with men on the low, love had not, I hadn't been able to grip it yet. Mm. Uh-huh. I thought I was getting closer to it, but it was fleeting. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And after... Everything would happen, and then the, temper, the satisfaction would go away because I've been I've been satisfied. All of my insecurities would come running back at me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You're still ugly. You're still black. You still got gap in your teeth. You still ain't really fresh. You, you just you, you kind of fresh. All of that. Yeah, you got a bachelor's degree, yeah. but you, you live in a house with your mother. You a long term substitute. You ain't got no good job. All your friends get money. Got government jobs. Look at you. Yeah, bum for real. You ain't making. You ain't, you ain't even get to play that much when you play college football, right? Wow. All that just was like, so I covered it up. Yeah. So get, I get out of college. I'm out of college. Like I said, I'm out of college and we're throwing parties. Um, 
I, I meet back up with my wife, who's my wife now. Shout out to Kiana Bell, hi baby. <laughs> um, uh, she, I meet back up with her, and she was mad at me a little bit because I, when I was in college, I told her I, I can't date you because I'm a hoe, and I don't want to hurt you, mm-hmm. so I can't be with you because I'm a real bona fide whore. <laughs> and she said she remembered sitting in the window looking like, okay, like just heartbroken. Damn. Wow. So I was like, if I when I come back from school. I'm going to go after her because I, I want to see what it would be like if I was actually to date her. Huh. Um, so I found her. And she wasn't trying to hear it the first time I talked. I called her. She was like, what What you want? <laughs> I said, man, I ain't trying to hear that. I'm, I'm going to get shawty. So I did. So we was we was dating. and But she didn't know that I had a secret life. Wow. All wow. the girls that I dated man. didn't know I had a secret life. Wow. And these were girls that was like, I, I love you. They, were, I, they, I made girls fall in love with me, like in physically infatuation for a point. Some of them hate me now or hated me then or was like, they dumped me. It was like, you too selfish. But at that time, it was like, nah, you my dude. Mm-hmm. Like, it was a girl that found out that I was dealing with men on the low. We got it in a few times and she was like, nah, ninja, we... We go together because what you did to me, like ain't nobody ever did that to me and been all in my mind and understood my body. And I was like, we go together. Oh, all right. And she found out I was dealing with this dude on the low when I was in college and she just was upset. But she was only upset because I didn't share the perverse moment with her. Okay. So go figure. Interesting. Yeah. So it gets to the point where I'm like, you know what? I'm kind of battling with this more. I don't want to battle more. Maybe I just want to be with a man. And I was really preparing myself to be like, I got to tell my brother, my my, my blood brother. Um, I said, um, I got to tell and my older brother. So I got to tell him. I only got one brother, only one blood brother. So I got to tell, tell my brother. I got to tell my best friend. I got to tell all my girls. Like, I just got to tell everybody. I tell my mother. I said, well, if, I just, if I just move down south and... I'm already gone. Ain't nobody can't know nothing. Oh. That's what I was planning to do. The last event I went to with men, it was like, the adversary was like, I'm going to get him tonight. Oh. I'm going to get him and he's going to be hooked. I went in the house and every man in the house wanted me. Now let's fall, fast forward back. When I told y'all, People used to make fun of me mm-hmm. in school. Yeah. Laugh, talk about my clothes. Like, we never looked home, like, dirty. We just didn't have uh, designer clothes. Mm-hmm. You walk in the room, people snickering already, getting ready to talk about you, getting ready to make fun of you. And this time when I walked in the room, everybody wants me. Mm-hmm. I was like, I'm not giving this up. Wow. I'm not giving this up. Like, I know how girls feel. Mm-hmm. Girls be feeling like. So wait, were you, were you battling it at that you moment? Because you say I'm not giving this up. I'm assuming that you were having like thoughts of like, oh, is this right? Should I? Nah, be? I was like, I'm not. I want to be gay. Oh, okay. I was okay. loving. I was like, no, I'm, I'm going to be gay. Okay, it's time to be gay. I like being gay. Wow. This is cool. Okay, gotcha. I, I, gotcha. I'm not. I'm not. Like, letting. This is what I've been after. Yeah, I was. I'm time. loved. I was like, yo, every like, I know how girls feel when like dudes make dumb jokes to get in their face. Yeah. When like they got the aggressive dude and the slick talking dude and the smooth dude. I had all f- genres of that. Wow. Clamoring for me that night. Like, you know, you know, you in the club, a girl, dude might grab a girl's hand. She's like, excuse me. Dudes was doing that to me. I'm like, 
I'm just going to bask in this. This is great. Wow. I feel like the the, the All American recruit, the, the coaches just make the, hey, man, you got really big feet for it. Like, you just try to sign me to your school, but shut up. That's how I felt. So I had an experience with several men that night. And in those experiences, I, it was the first time I said, I was, I was, I reached a peak of excitement. And I was like, I'm loved. Yes, this is it. Wow. Like my excitement and my, my uh, noise of joy, if you will, was not out of pain or discomfort. It was, yo, I'm loved. Mm. Mm-hmm. Like those men did not know why I was so joy- overjoyed. Yeah. I'm like, all of y'all want me. Like they all wanted to take me home, come kick it with us, come party with us. Like, yes, this is it. So I thought, you know, this is, I'm good. I'm, I'm gay. I'm gay. It's cool. I'm gay. Mm-hmm. My girl at the time was in, in college. Um, Two days later, not the intoxication high, the gay high comes crashing down. And all of the insecurities, adversary roars them in my face. Negro, you still ugly. Mm -hmm. You still ain't nothing. The men don't even really like you. They just horny. You still, you still anything. Mm. You still don't have nothing. You still ain't amount to nothing. Like you still everything everybody said about you in school. You Mm -hmm. can't hide from me. Like it was nice. I would drive home, and I would get sober from being drunk because I was crying so much. It was nice. I, I mean, I remember nice. I was fresh from head to toe. Like, my cousin said, this is his favorite outfit. But this was my favorite outfit. It really was. I had a blue Yankee fitted, like water blue fitted. I had a leather jacket, a blue leather jacket. It wasn't a real leather, but it was it was, it was the leather it was going to get. Never seen things like this. You know what I'm saying? I had a, I had a, um, I had a, like a pinstripe blue and black hoodie, and I had blue, and, I had blue black, and white creative wrecks. With the five hundred one, I had I had oh, like yeah, seven okay. pairs of five hundred ones. I was I was I was fresh, and my grandma used to let me drive her S three class S class three hundred eighty Benz. Wow! So I pull up in that Grandma's joint, been. bumping the Rick Ross, like <laughs> pull up on side. I'm like, "What's up, Shawty?" Like, "Hi!" I'm like, "I'm the man," mm. but I wasn't. I didn't feel like one. Uh. I felt like nothing works. Like not even being gay works. But the adversary kept saying, "But you're just if you just come out gay, then it'll be all good." Mm. Get to church one night, get one day. Mother makes me go to church. New Year's Eve, me and my girl, like we were, my girlfriend at the time, we threw, my wife now, we threw a party. Uh, we used to do it every year. We threw the party. And the day after that, it was January 1st, we get home. I'm, I'm still hungover drunk. January 2nd, she's like, you going to church? My mother's like, you going to church, you getting up out of here. I'm like, young, this is a dictatorship. This ain't no house. This is a, a, a totalitarian government. How you going to make me go to church? Because I was blown, so I'm not really, like, I don't really, believe, like, the, I know, okay, Jesus died on the cross. I get it. But I don't feel love, the love of God, so what's the point? And last time I was in church when I was a little kid, at my church I grew up in, it was, it was, a, it was a social class stratification and separation of who was happening and who wasn't. Hmm. It was like a silent thing in the air, like, yeah, them the fly kids, and these just the kids that come to church and they're make them come, and they don't really fit in with us. Uh, and I was of that not fit in crew. I remember it was so bad one day. I came in with some Jordans. It was real. I had the EJs, the zip up joints. Uh, Grandfather bought them for me. Remember, man, and my man in church sent me say, "Oh, son, you awesome! I see you at the J's on Sunday." Yeah, I was like, "So now you my friend? Cause I got oh, the J's wow. on." 
Yeah. I was like, I was like, all right. I wanted friends. Yeah. So I, I could flip it off if I could be like, nah, you know what? Nah, you you just try to play me. If you try to hurt me or you try to like like challenge me. But for the sake of just having friends for what it was worth, I was willing to accept that. I wow. see. Yeah. So I go to church. The pastor says, go sin no more. Look, okay. I had heard this sermon before. Yeah. I grew up at Greater Mount Calvary Holy Church. I have very loving pastors. Um, Bishop Owens, Susie C. Owens, was evangelist, Susie C. Owens. Um, and Susie C. Owens, Pastor Susie, used to, man, preach fire. I did, Listen, no, 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 this is not shade. This is just where I, at that time, what I thought in my mind. I had, why I had seen Bishop Jakes, no, uh, Bishop Noel Jones, Bishop Bloomer, uh, Jimmy Swaggett, Jackie McCullough. I had seen them in my church. Like my mother made me come to church. I'm like, I got to hear these people preach all along. <laughs> but when I heard her preach, like, yo, my brother, like, we're going to go to McDonald's because on Rhode Island Avenue, it was on the top of the hill. We're going to go to McDonald's, get some food, come back, and be ready. Wow. We we wouldn't even press to be in Christ. We was like, we just want to hear what she gonna talk about because wow. she had a wild life coming up, okay. and she would talk, she would preach and be able to talk about things people was dealing with from her life. Wow. Was like, and she was she wasn't scared of nothing, and she used to do this thing when she be preaching. She be like, the Bible like yo, like and that junk just would be so electric. So and then when she had the praise break going, like Hope and Susie, like it literally would get the whole church rocking. Like the, the church would really be like RJ Stadium. Wow, <laughs> like yo, this is crazy. So, but I heard it before. And I still didn't feel the love of God. It's like, well, this was fun to be a part of. This time I heard it, and I was like, I was mad with God. I was very mad. I was like, so what you really trying to say is, I can't be gay no more. Mm-hmm. Oh, I was mad. Huh. I was upset. I was like, yo, no. I have to be gay. I have to be gay. No, you're you not understanding. Like, listen to me. You, you, you don't get it. And it was like, I had to tell him because it was like he wasn't listening. Mm. And he wasn't talking to me, but I could just feel like the presence of God like cornering me. And I was like, no, you're not going to win this battle. Like, I'm going to be gay. And then I began to be like, Cause listen, I'm ugly and I'm insecure and people don't like me and I'm, I'm lonely and, and, and people think I'm crazy and I talk too much and they say I'm too dark skinned and it's in my breast thing and, and I got a gap in my teeth and, and I got to be gay. No, I have to be gay. I have to be gay. Like I'm screaming this. Wow. Yeah. I'm wow. not letting, like, I was like, I, I'm not letting God get a word wow. in edgewise. Wow. Like people hear the story I just told and they like, What's the point of all this? It's to tell you where this came from. Yeah. It's to tell you how it got me to this point. I had built up a tower of Babel of what I wanted to be. Uh-huh. I wanted love. I wanted acceptance. I wanted to be the lady in the bathtub just so I could be loved. I I chased being a girl and everything girls got to be loved. Then I added this idolistic life to be loved. Mm. That was my quest. Yeah. And I was not going to give that up. And I just kept hollering at God. Mm. And I was like, I'm not. I just, every time he tried, I felt like he was trying to talk. No! Mm-hmm. Wow. Like, no! Like, then I got, I couldn't yell and scream no more. And I couldn't see straight because I was crying so much. Wow. And then it just kind of got quiet. And I know this now to be 
the presence of the Lord. Mm. At that time, I didn't really know, but I just knew like something was in something was in the room, <laughs> and I was like, then I, then immediately as it came in, it started talking. I was publicly ridiculed. I was publicly defamed. I was publicly humiliated. I was defamed, ridiculed, and abandoned by my family. I was forsaken by my closest friends. I was betrayed by one of my one of my, by one of my closest friends. I was beaten within an inch of my life. Then I was tortured before they killed me because I love you. Mm. Uh, uh, uh. That was the first time I actually spilled my guts to somebody and they responded in actual eventful empathy. Mm. They had evidence on why they felt like me. Wow. You know, the word says he was there was no beauty that he should be desired. There was no comeliness to him. Wow. As Isaiah 53. Yeah. Wow. He was smitten and afflicted. We esteemed him uh, 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 afflicted and smitten of God. He was bruised for our iniquities. Uh, he was beaten for our, uh, 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 bru bruised for our iniquities, um, beaten for our transgressions. Um, the chastisement of our peace was upon him, and by his stripes we are healed. Mm. And it talks about what he went through. I didn't know that scripture then. I, I didn't know he. I didn't feel like he was saying scripture to me. He just was telling me like, "Bro, I've been through everything you've been through. I felt all this before because I love you." Right. So it was like, all right, okay, okay. Mm -hmm. You know, like somebody says something to you and they got your attention. Like, all right. Yeah. So then it's like. He started to make his presence felt real gentle. He wasn't pushy. Mm -mm, was not pushy. He, I, I, I got it all out. So it was like, now it's my turn. But mm -hmm. I'm gonna do it gent gently. So okay, you give me. Let's let's try this. And I was like, and in my mind, I'm thinking, I never felt the love of God. I never felt the love of God. So man, if, if I don't feel it, I don't need this. That's mm -hmm. what I'm, I was saying that too. I need to feel it now. If, if if this is the if the love of God is real, I need to feel it because I don't feel it, and I don't want to keep doing this if I don't yeah. feel it. I feel when I drink and smoke, I feel what I want now. When I have sex with men and women, I feel what I want now. Yeah. When I was when I'm with men, I feel I really feel like this is I don't want to come down off of this. Mm -hmm. I was getting ready to tell my girl like, boy, I like men, mm -hmm. and we can't be. He said, "You give me your life. You give me homosexuality. You give me drinking. You give me smoking. You give me cursing." Give me partying. Give me all of that. And let's exchange. I'll give you my love. And you see how it feels. Wow. Incredible. Oh, Lord. Mm -hmm. Incredible. Now, I told y'all I used to <laughs> mix brown and white. Yeah. And smoke exotic weed on top of it. I've been at the height of, sexual, of a sexual peak, physical sexual peak. Those feelings in the world could not compare to the divine endowment mm -hmm. of powerful love that I felt at that moment. Wow, wow, wow. What I did was, glory, I surrendered mm. 
And I was like, whatever happens, I got to see if I can really find love. I got to see if this love is real. Because mm. you pressing me. You, you, you put in my face, I can't be gay no more. I done challenged you to the end. When I felt his love, oh, I went on a Jesus high. Wow. I've been on a Jesus high since January 2nd, 2011. I'm never coming down. Amen. Praise God. That is awesome, man. Amen. I'm wow. never that coming so down. Awesome. Oh, my goodness. Oh, I, my I, Like, man, Perp King ain't got nothing on this. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Dwayne Daddy Kush ain't got nothing on this. Man. Not, all the lick in the world, the wine coolers, ain't got nothing on this. I don't, I don't, let me just be plain. I done had amazing orgasms. Has nothing on this. Mm-hmm. When I feel the presence of the Lord, even now, and then, and the presence of the Lord begins to endow me and to fill me up. We can teach on this later one day, but the filling of the Holy Ghost does not happen. Does not only happen once. It can happen at any time when right. you when your spirit is emptied out at that particular moment. It's and you allow the presence of the Lord to endow you. You're becoming filled with something. So you, every time you drink, you get drunk and then you get sober. Hallelujah. So when you get filled again, you're getting drunk again. That's why Ephesians five eighteen says, "Be not drunk with wine, whereas in excess, but it be <laughs> filled with the Spirit." Mm-hmm. So when I feel the presence of the Lord, every time I feel it, those that feeling crushes any feeling I've ever felt before. Why would I want to go back to something that added sorrow to me? Wow. The blessings of the Lord maketh rich or complete and addeth no sorrow. In the presence of the Lord, there is fullness of joy. And his right hand are pleasures forevermore. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. That's what I felt. Mm. That's what I felt. Mm-hmm. It was like, no offense to the Android users, <laughs> it was like Android the iPhone. <laughs> Hold up, wait, wait, wait. Bad analogy. Come on, man. <laughs> come again. What I felt, what I, what I, what I, ain't parting with the Android. <laughs> what I, when I felt that, it just was like I, I don't, I don't. Some people say, like, "Well, did you, did you lose a desire for men at that moment?" Yes, but not only desire for men. I stopped cursing, stopped drinking, stopped smoking, stopped partying. I was the ringleader, man. I would, when I say I was a ringleader, I used to call myself, I used to say, I'm John Stockton B. I'm passing out assists. Because if I bring one girl, she, I'm going to make sure she bring her team. Everybody going to have fun tonight because of me. <laughs> they was like, Vic, we don't see you out no more, cuz. You, you don't be at the club no more. You don't, you, why you keep saying your cuss words, Vic? Because I got to please God. This was, this was like the next day. Wow. My best friend, at the time, he wasn't in. He wasn't in Christ. He was, he he was the man. Like, mm-hmm. like when I was in the world, I I aspired to be like him. Like he didn't know it, but I was like, he he we would tell each other stories. Like man, my man Vic, man, he be doing this thing. He, you know, I'm like my man Vic. If you send a younger with him, it's, it's going down. But he didn't know. Like man, I'm trying to be like you, Slim. Like you are a legend to me. Mm. He just thought like both of us be doing our thing. Like nah, bro. Like he said, I I did it out of insecurity. He did it just naturally. But he wasn't in Christ yet. So when I would call him and be like, bro, Romans 111 says, <laughs> for I uh, desire to impart some spiritual gift unto you that you, your faith may be established. <laughs> bro, come on, chill, man. I ain't keep trying to hear all this all the time. You, you, it's too much. Right. You know what I'm saying? 
They gave himself up to he gave him over to a Red Bay Mad. He was like, Vic, come on, man, chill, man. Like, come on, you, you gotta calm down with this. Uh, now, when I when I go home, if I call him, we go, we'll be talking for three hours. Yes, sir. About Daniel. Amazing. <laughs> Amazing. Glorious. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So yeah, that's awesome. This is why the title is called From Secrets with Men. Yeah. I told a lot of I told a lot of what I told you was a lot of my was all of my secrets. Mm. Things that people did not know. Mm. Incredible. And God knows them all though. Yeah, he that's knew them the all. And see, you guess but you know who else knows them? The adversary knew them. Mm. You see, the adversary knew there are secrets in the flesh that have not been tapped into yet. Mm-hmm. All I have to do is talk to this woman and get her to see that this is better than what God's the God's knowledge. You're missing out on something if you don't eat this fruit. What the the the, the goal of the adversary is is to lure you away with your senses. Uh-huh. That's why the word says in Hebrews five thirteen, I believe that not able to discern uh, that. I'm paraphrasing. It said. Not able to discern, and not, 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 not having exercised senses, spiritual senses, spiritually exercised senses, able to discern good and evil. So, if you have natural senses, you also have spiritual senses. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. your eye gates has a spiritual sight, and your ear gate has spiritual hearing. And you can, people say this is crazy. You can taste some spiritual things. You can smell it. Like it's a different smell in here, bro. Yep. Certain touch, like ah, uh, oof. It's a spirit of witchcraft in here. Yeah. It's a foul spirit in here. Yeah. Uh, like something to disagree with my spirit. Because we have the mind of Christ so we can judge all things. Um, that's what you gotta exercise to be at, so that when you grow in as you're growing in Christ, things can't lure you by your senses. I was lured by my senses because my senses were dull and immature. Yeah. And once my senses got strong in in the basic sense, the milk sense, yeah. Like a baby has the scent of his mother or her mother. I can see mommy. I can touch mommy. I can hear mommy. I can smell mommy. I can she breastfeed. I can taste mommy. The big breasted one is another explanation of El Shaddai, the Almighty God. Big breasted, not just meaning uh, I stick my chest out because I'm mighty. Uh Big breasted means I nurture my children. Peter said. Grow by the grow by the sincere milk. Uh, uh, desire the sincere milk of the word that you know may grow thereby. Mm-hmm. And that night I got the sincere milk. Since then I've been just growing. My senses have been being exercised, yeah. so that I can stay on my high with Jesus. Yes, sir. I don't want no stepped on word, bro. Mm. I don't want no stepped on spirit, spiritual experiences. You know what I'm saying? Pure. Remember, remember Jay said, it's not stepped on. <laughs> Dig me. Like, yeah. It can't be stepped on. I need that that Colombian. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I, I, don't, I don't, nah. You remember on the wire they were stepping on and calling something, something calling something else? That's what they're doing in the churches there. We're going to step on this and call it Jesus. Nah, I don't want that. Mm. <laughs> That's how I stay on my Jesus high because I get the real word. Wow. I, I read the word and I seek him to know him and understand him and the power of his resurrection and the fellowship of his suffering. Yeah. Through his love. That is the power of his resurrection. And that is the fellowship of his suffering. Because what you ask is, how did you, how do you have the power to love? How do you have the power to be resurrected? Because I loved you all. 
And because I love my father so much and I wanted to humble myself to obey him because now, because I did that, he exalted me, which is the word in the flesh, highly, high above all things in heaven and in earth and beneath the earth. That gave me the power to be resurrected from the dead because I stayed in that space to now I was dead. And now the power of God is saying, because he's now dead and my truth and time lined up together and my love has now been seen in his death now poof it can quicken him because this is a new body there's nothing else in it all sin is died with him all wickedness all wrongdoing all all all, all lies and deceit and fear and shame and, and and disobedience it died with him that was then that was that was now and is to come it was taken on in his death so the next thing that has to get up so that i can exalt my word my power has to raise my word back up and now exalt it mm. and what he suffered for was because he loved me that is the fellowship of the power of his love and the fellowship of his of his suffering the power of his resurrection and the fellowship of his suffering is his love mm. that's how it that's that's the only way it can happen it's not because of the law it's not because of of he loved uh, 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 he likes himself mm -hmm. he just wants to boast no it's because I so loved the world that I gave my only begotten son the who shall ever but should believe in him shall not perish but have everlasting life. Mm. I reconcile the world to myself through my son that they may become the righteousness of God in Christ. Right. Yeah. So this is how I wanted to know him. And that's the, the only fullness. way, the fullness of him, mm. the fullness thereof, the, the knowledge of God and yes, the fullness sir. thereof. Yes, mm. yes, yes. That's what it talks about. So, do, so that you may know the width and the height and the depth and the length mm. of Christ Jesus, the knowledge of Christ Jesus. That's what I wanted to know. And that's the quest, brother. That's, yeah, yeah, that, 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 that's, that's it. That's it. That's it. So now what, I'm what resurrected. Would you, what would you tell somebody who's going through that right now? And uh, yeah. if, if there's anybody on here tonight that is a down low man and you are struggling with your fulfillment I would not tell you to I would tell you not to seek a woman not to seek heterosexual being a heterosexual I wouldn't say go to gay pray away therapy go to church talk to the father mm. just open your mouth and tell him what you like tell him what you want and then tell him why because what you're doing is acknowledging your sin. Yeah. He said, if you confess your sin, yeah. you acknowledge your sin, he is faithful and just. Right. To forgive you of your sin and cleanse you from all unrighteousness. You see, he's going to do what he's going to do. I didn't know doing that was going to walk me into the power of God. Oh, my God. Right. But I did it, and it just romanced me. Word. Yes, he, he, he's going to... Mm. if. He did what his word said he would do. Exactly. See, that's what I had to do first before I confess my mouth wow. and believe in my heart that God raised Jesus from the dead and I shall be saved. I had to confess. I had to surrender. Right. Because I have to let him in my heart for, so that I can believe in my heart. I just can't say, Jesus is Lord and God raised him from the dead. No. 
Yeah. No, let me let me be clear. I'm not saying if you've done that and you you said that prayer that you're not submitted to Christ, but that is not the the, the there, there, is, there is a there is a deeper part to confessing with your mouth and believing in your heart that God raised uh, uh, Jesus from the dead. Just saying it. There must be a opening of your heart right. so that the love of God can come in and begin to show you what He did for you. So that once again, you can know him in the power of his resurrection Amen. and the fellowship of his suffering. You don't know how powerful his resurrection is until you understand what he did. Right. You have to understand. You have to, you have to fellowship with his suffering. You have to experience his suffering. You have to understand that he was beaten and bruised for your iniquities. As I said, the chastisement of his peace was upon, of his peace was upon us, uh, upon him. And now uh, uh, by his stripes, we are healed. You right. have to know what that feels like. Right. You have to know that he made his soul an offering for sin. You have to know what that feels like. Mm. You, have to, you have to experience it with him. You have to put your mind in that place. So then when you acknowledge that God raised him from the dead, it's like, oh, that's what you did. Mm. You raised him. He was, he was really dead. Mm. This is why the truth and the time had to line up with the love. Okay, the love... Allowed him to die. All right. My word did what it's supposed to do. He fulfilled the law. Mm -hmm. So, all right, well, all the time and the truth, cataclysmic event. Poof, life come back in his lungs. Mm. That's what happened. And that's what I would tell somebody to do because that's the only way you'll be able to know God to create a clean heart and renew a right spirit in you. Mm. Oh, Lord, my strength. And my redeemer. For to be able to know him as strength and redeemer, you would have to open yourself up to him so that he can clean you out. Wow. Yeah. If you're listening and this is compelling you, you have questions. You want to know how to feel this love. You want to know how to feel what I'm feeling. You want to know how to experience what I'm what I've experienced. You want to know what Marcus and, Jay, and and Jason know. You want to be able to have that type of peace in your mind. Well, there's something you have to do to do that. Mm -hmm. Contrary to what people say, grace is not free. It cost your will. Mm. It cost your will. It cost your natural sovereignty. It cost the 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 opinion of your mind. It cost what you're not willing to give up. It was gonna cost the young rich ruler all his goods. Sell all your goods and come follow me. Mm. He didn't want to get that up. If if you want to experience the if you want to experience real love or try it, you have to be willing to open yourself up so that you can experience it. Because that real love is not going to fight you. It will only come in if you're empty. And I guarantee you that once it comes in, oh, taste and see that the Lord is good. He's sweeter than the honey and the honeycomb. Job said, I found your words. And I esteemed your words. I esteemed them more than necessary food. That's what I, I. That's what I would tell someone to do. Praise God. You ain't got nothing to lose. If Jesus ain't real, you ain't lost nothing, right? Right. right. Praise God. Right. Right. Man. Oh man. <laughs> oh man. Oh man. Yeah. <laughs> All I can say is I, I want to read the book, man. Yeah. I want to oh, read yeah. the book. I mean, listening to you talk is is already <laughs> is already Hallelujah. just amazing and, and incredible. You know, just to hear the testimony. Um. So I definitely got to get a copy of the book ASAP. You want to know how you can get one? Uh, yeah, I do. I do. Tell our listeners how to get one as well. If you are listening right now, 
and you and you need your laptop or your uh, your Android or your iPhone, <laughs> um, go on Amazon.com, type in "From Secrets with Men to Romance with Him." Easy, easy. Uh, from Secrets with Men to Romance with Him. If you type that in, you will see my book. If you don't see it right away, you will see it as you scroll down a bit. It, it probably at this spot by now is the uh, first listing that's going to come up. Okay. You can get it on Amazon as you speak tonight. Um, I just uh, have 50, I order 50 books coming in a couple weeks. Um, so if you just want to reach out to me, if you have any questions, if you want to talk with me, if you want to share some of your thoughts with me, if you disagree with yeah, me. Yeah, where can people find you? Um, you can find me, uh, you can uh, reach out to me at Love and Sword at on Instagram. Uh, love because I'm in love with the Lord and his word is a sword. Mm. So everything that I post is combines the two. The word of God is quick and powerful. It's sharper than a two-edged sword. Mm -hmm. uh, but God is love and his love conquers all knowledge and casts out all fear. So you got to cut that fear out. Yes, sir. You have to cut out the knowledge with that double-edged sword that is not uh, in alignment with him so that the love can reign supreme. Hallelujah. You can Amen. love the Lord with all your mind, heart, and soul. Mm. And then you can love your neighbor as you love yourself. Hallelujah. That's, that's, but that's why it's love and sword. You can, but you can reach out to me <laughs> at love and sword. You can't help it. You can't <laughs> help it. Uh, overflowing over here. Hallelujah. <laughs> um, you can reach out to me there. Um, you can reach out to me at Facebook and Vic Bell. Uh, you can inbox me. Um, you can uh, send a text out to or uh, put your... Uh, Put some, you can put it on my wall. Um, Vic, can I talk to you? Vic, can you reach out to me? What have you. Um, you can also check my website out. Uh, my website is uh, newly done. Uh, just got finished. Uh, I love giving shout-outs. I like to um, show support to those that support me. My sister-in-law, Tiffany Bell. Her name is Tiffany Bell. iDigital Solutions is who created my website. Nice. My website is called VictorEdward.com. My middle name is Edward. Nice. Um, Victor Edward Ministries is coming soon, officially. Um, but uh, you can reach out to me at VictorEdward.com. You can reach out to me at any of those uh, uh, media outlets or social media handles or my website. Um, and I would, or if you would like also, <clears throat> You can email me if you want to be more personal. You don't want anybody. You just want to send it directly to me. You can email me at victor.edwardministries at gmail.com. Uh, my website email will be up soon, but I didn't want to give that to you just yet because I didn't want you sitting. I'm like, why he ain't email me back yet? This brother fake. <laughs> he just trying to preach this uh, this uh, attention gospel. Devil's a lie. So, yeah, reach out to me there as well, victor.edwardministries at gmail.com. But, oh. yeah, um, that is my story, uh, ladies and gentlemen. Also, yes, I forgot to tell you, on September 22nd, there we go. Uh, at uh, on the WBGR network. That is the WBGR network. You can look that up on uh, go uh, WBGRnetwork.com. Um, I will be starting my own live video streaming radio show. Nice. Uh, my radio show is called uh, Mirror talk conversations huh. and the slogan is called looking at the reflection you can't see mm. wow 
Yes. And it will be premiering on September 22nd from four from 4.30 to 5.30. Nice. Uh, I will also have my sports show uh, on October 20th called You Can Handle the Truth. Forgive me. <laughs> you Can Handle the Truth. And the slogan is called No Fans Allowed. Now, I say that because I'm a big sports guy. Mm. Um, I call in the radio a lot. I've been calling on the radio 106.7 fan for over 10 years. If you listen and you ever heard Vic from Akakeek, that's me. Um, I was on the Junkies the other day. They allowed me to talk about my testimony and tell about my testimony and tell about where, that can, where people can find my book as wow. well. But uh, I've been calling the radio for years. So what I want people to do when you call into my show, when you talk sports, you need to have data, stats to back it up. <laughs> or you do not know the truth. You are just a fan. Mm, okay. Call us back when you know the truth. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, um, awesome. definitely reach out in those uh, in those areas and any of those uh, media handles on my email. Stay tuned for those shows. Um, I give God all the glory for Brother Jason and Brother Marcus tonight. Um, the Word versus the World podcast is an awesome podcast. Um, it's good to be in the presence of mighty anointed men that. Unapologetic, unapologetic about their relationship with God, um, their worship, their study time, um, their representation as husbands and fathers. It is an example of the logos of the word in those in those platforms hmm. um, as a husband and a father. And it is this is what drew me to fellowship with them and to come on this show. It wasn't because I wanted recognition because they wouldn't have reached out to me if the Holy Spirit didn't prick their hearts to do it. But where we two or more are gathered, Jesus is in the midst and we we, we agree together in this in our spirit. Our spirit bear, bear, bear witness together. Bear witness together. So um, I thank God uh, for them and I, I, I counted not uh, I counted the honor and privilege for God to prick their hearts to um, bring me on the show tonight. I'm really honored. I'm really humbled Appreciate to be able it, to share. Glory to God, brother. Yes. Um, God yeah. definitely is exalted. He gets the glory. Yes, um, sir. And I, I, I told y'all I could sing. Oh, yeah. you about yeah. to, you about to yeah, close this out? Yeah. yeah, I did this on my, uh, uh, <laughs> on, um, my uh, a friend of mine, one of my sisters in Christ, um, her radio show. Um, and... Uh, 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 the song is fitting. All right. Okay. Well, guys, Vic is going to close us out. We're going to uh, just say we hope that you love this episode. <laughs> Man, it's, it, I'm just interested in seeing the feedback. Yeah. That's all. Same. That's all. Same. Y'all know where to reach us at if you need to reach us, man. Vic, hit it. <laughs> Falling in love. With Jesus, falling in love with Jesus, falling in love with Jesus is the best thing I've ever done. Woo. Wow. Wow. Oh, man. <laughs> wow. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Awesome. Peace. Hi, later. <laughs> Thank you guys for checking out this episode of the Word in the World podcast. We hope you guys enjoyed it. Please remember to rate, review, subscribe, and repost with the hashtag the Word X the World podcast.
Also, we'd love to hear from you, so please send your questions, comments, praise reports, and testimonies. Basically, any and everything. We just want to talk to you guys. Send everything to contact us at thewordxtheworld.com. Have a great week, and be sure to check out next week's episode. Peace.